Welcome to the Banega Swastindya podcast. Our focus is on creating a holistic and healthy India for each and every one. Our goal is Lakshya Sampurna Swastika, where citizens, individuals, society and governments work together to ensure health for all. Neglected tropical diseases are a group of multiple diseases conditions prevalent in the tropical areas such as several African, Asian and Latin American countries. But what are these diseases or conditions and why are they termed as neglected? I'm Ambika Singh Kama and today we have several experts who will be answering all the queries about neglected tropical diseases and India's status on eliminating the diseases. We have with us Dr. Neeraj Thingra, former director at the National Vector-Borne Disease Control Program and a member at the World Health Organization Strategic and Technical Advisory Group on NTDs. Dr. Bhupendra Tripathi, country lead of elimination programs for neglected tropical diseases at Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and Dr. Chandrakant Laharia, a public health expert and founder of Foundation for People-Centric Health Systems. Thank you all so much for joining us. I'll start with you, Dr. Dhingra. What really are tropical neglected diseases? What are the kind of conditions that these diseases are listed under? Something very basics. And what has led to this neglect? Uh, which regions have the maximum of NTDs? I know that's a, there are a lot of questions together, but I think these are the basics which our viewers would like to know. Sure. I think as you have already said it, these neglected tropical diseases, these are consist of 20 diseases. There are 20 diseases which are included in this neglected tropical diseases. And they're mostly prevalent in the tropical areas where the climate remains a little bit warm, humid. So those are the areas that are there. And, you know, they affect mostly the most impoverished community and also affect women and children. Hmm. Besides this, they also cause, you know, in a way, they also cause a lot of morbidity, Socioeconomic consequences also are there of the disease. And these entities sometimes happen to be very complex because in the, in the sense their transmission is linked to many environmental conditions. Many of them which are vector-borne, you know, have animal reservoirs and they have complex life cycles. So all these diseases, all these factors make public health control a challenge for them. Okay. When we say neglected, basically what we mean by normally these diseases were not on the global health agenda. Mm -hmm. Somehow they were missed. And you know, the investment or the funding that was there was minimal into that. And also were associated with stigma and sort of social exclusion also in these diseases. Mm -hmm. So what happens is these populations Okay. which get affected by these diseases. They have others also, like they may affect the educational outcomes. They also affect their professional capacities. Yes. So that's why somewhat they say these were neglected till recently. Okay. About your part, how many people or which areas are affected? You know, WHO estimates around 1.7 billion of wow. the world population needs prevention and treatment for mm -hmm. at least one of these diseases. Now, besides this, if you look at other technical aspects, they also cause around 200,000 deaths, 2 lakh, 2 lakh deaths. And also, 
you know, what we call as disability adjusted life years, hmm. around 19 million life years are lost every year because of that. And if you see, they are mostly affecting the developing countries or so-called the countries which are now progressing. Mm-hmm. So what this means, they lead to indirect health cost, they lead to loss of productivity, and also, in a way, reduce socioeconomic and, as I said, uh, educational you know, attainments. Yes. Dr. Chapati, could you tell us about some of the entity conditions which ones can be prevented, controlled, and eliminated? Out of these group of diseases, there are diseases which can be eradicated, eliminated, eliminated as a public health problem or control. So I'll give you a couple of examples. Like for eradication, one disease very common is guinea worm, which is going to be eradicated very soon. On elimination, you must have heard of a disease, leprosy. On elimination as a public health problem, lymphatic filariasis, which we call filaria in India. Then visceral leishmaniasis, commonly known as azar, rabies, intestinal worms, and then diseases which can be controlled like dengue, chikungunya, snake bite, scabies, tapeworm, and fungal infections. So these are a couple of examples of these tropical diseases which are neglected. And why they are neglected? Because they happen in the poorest of the poor population which is basically neglected. They don't have voice. We don't have very good diagnostics. We don't have very good drugs for these diseases. And finally, we don't have much financing for these group of diseases. Therefore, we call them neglected tropical diseases, and they do not provide any immediate risk to the developed nation. So these diseases are known as neglected tropical diseases. In the recent past, uh, when the sustainable development goals were being designed, So they had included a couple of diseases and entities were for the first time included as part of sustainable development goals. So now each country has their own sustainable development goals. And as part of 3.3.5, they have to report back how much have they contributed towards the control, elimination or eradication of neglected tropical diseases. Dr. Laharia, you have also been voicing the concerns related to neglected tropical diseases and its effects. As a public health expert, tell us what are the symptoms, diagnostics and treatments for some of the entities prevalent in India? Because these are the different diseases, so each of the disease has a different clinical symptoms. Of course, in the snake bite, it depends upon uh, which kind of snake has bitten an individual. So majority of snakes are non-poisonous, but there are two types of snake poisonous snakes, which are neurotoxic and hemolytic. So symptoms could depend upon the kind of disease which individual is affected. Similarly, if we talk about uh, uh, scabies, scabies is a a condition in which people develop uh, itching and uh, some of the hair follicles have uh, this scabies uh, pathogen which is there. So itching, difficulty in sleeping, etc. Leprosy is widely known disease in which the terminal endings of the fingers and uh, uh, toes are uh, damaged uh, and nerve endings are damaged. So it depends definitely on different symptoms. Lymphatic filariasis, we already know that a pathogen is there in the body. It might result in the something called hati palm or elephantiasis. This is a condition which could be severe and which can result in disability. So essentially what we need to remember and that there are a wide range of diseases. There is limited awareness about these diseases. These are preventable. And uh, uh, because these are preventable, but these are not prevented because there is not sufficient programmatic attention. 
because the primary healthcare providers are not aware about the healthcare symptoms, the symptoms of the disease. Because the general public is usually not aware about these conditions and they do not seek care in a timely manner. And so all of these disconnects are there, which may vary from one disease to another disease. As an example, with the sustained effort now, India is very close to eliminate Kalaja and the efforts are ongoing uh, to eliminate lymphatic paralysis. Now, you know, lymphatic paralysis is such a, a deadly disease. It can cause the elephantiasis or hati palm. But the disease can be prevented by regular consumption, annual consumption of mass drug administration, DC tablets and with other combinations. So if an individual takes a certain amount of tablets as per their body weight once in a year, and the entire population is covered in that way, the disease can be eliminated. That's how India is making progress in this direction. So the key point to remember is that these are innocuous diseases. The, the, the pathogens exist, but if we have a healthcare intervention, if citizen and government work together and some of those interventions are implemented, so the, the preventive, preventable burden of those diseases can be reduced. And that is why we should work on these. And I also want to flag that cost of eliminating these diseases far lower than the burden of these diseases and the long-term economic impact of those diseases. So there is every single argument why these neglected tropical diseases should be given priority, why every effort should be made to prevent the preventable burden of these diseases. Doctor, where are we lacking in terms of providing healthcare services? There is also a term called 10 by 90 gap when we talk about healthcare services in general. How are entities affected by that gap? 10 by 90 gap. 10 by 90 gap is that 90% of healthcare resources are utilized for 10% of diseases which affect high income countries. While 90% of diseases which are mainly in the low and middle income country, only 10% of healthcare resources are there. So there is not commensurate investment for the many of diseases. And these are the neglected tropical diseases. This reflects the healthcare inequity. This reflects the weakness of healthcare system. This reflects the lower priority. Fortunately, globally now, NTDs are being recognized as a major challenge. And we really hope that in the time ahead, they will be tackled well. So they would not be neglected tropical diseases anymore. Rather, they would not be diseases anymore. And that's what the kind of future we are looking for. Dr. Tripathi, what are your views? What kind of healthcare infrastructure do we need to eradicate entities? In terms of health infrastructure, I think uh, we are fortunate that in India, we have a very nice uh, system, which starts from uh, ASHA level, then the sub-center health and wellness centers, primary health centers, CSC and district hospitals, and then referral centers, medical colleges. So the system do exist. There is no you know, uh, problem on the system side. The real challenge is about the prioritization. Dr. Laharia, climate change and other environment factors also have a role to play in the spread of these neglected tropical diseases. Can you shed light on that aspect? The deforestation and climate change has a major impact on a disease spread. We know that every time a forest is cut, the pathogens which are living in the forest and not were in the contact of human beings comes in the touch of human beings. It increases the risk of uh, emergence of new diseases. Similarly, once or as and when there is a rise in the temperature, the, the vectors, the, the, path, the species, for example, mosquito, which carry a certain pathogen, if, if there is a rise in the temperature, the, 
the vectors and pathogen can survive in additional settings in which they were not able to survive earlier which essentially means that the rise in the global temperature means spread of pathogens in additional areas so putting these two things together deforestation and climate change essentially means pathogen will come the pathogens who were hitherto hidden in the forest or pathogens who were not reaching in a certain area would reach additional areas and this would result in further spread of those diseases this would mean that additional populations are at risk which they were not earlier and so these uh, we should not assume that climate change has no impact on any disease rather the climate change deforestation are being considered factors which will result in increase in the outbreaks epidemics and pandemics and this is applicable for all the diseases and this is also applicable for neglected tropical diseases we I, like we, last year only have seen that monkeypox which was known only in 11 countries in africa now has been reported from like 100 plus countries across the world and this partly is outcome of the human intervention or human interference with the forest and climate and rising global temperature health of humans animals and environment need to be protected and that's the only way we can fight ntds and other diseases Dr. Dhingra, my last question would be to you. What kind of programs are there in place in India to tackle these diseases and conditions? Sure. I think uh, we have, for example, for lymphatic filariasis, we mm-hmm. have the accelerated lymphatic filariasis elimination program in India, which is managed by National Center for Vector-Borne Disease Center. Then we also have the Kalazar. Kalazar mm-hmm. elimination programs are there. We also yes. have... oil transmitted helmets under the ministry of health <laughs> that is the ministry of maternal and child health that is there yeah. where we give drugs to them we also have for dengue and chikungunya also there is a program under the national center for vector borne disease we are fully aware about the national leprosy elimination program that is there rabies also has recently been picked up that's also there looking into the vaccination to the dogs as well as to the humans for prevention of spread of rabies that is there and definitely if you look at the india has the best example of eliminating two diseases yours and guinea worm so the experience learned from them can be used yes. for elimination of these diseases well this was indeed an informative session for our listeners thank you doctors for sharing your knowledge and expertise regarding the neglected tropical diseases that's it on the banika swast india podcast this week if you have comments queries or suggestions on the topic we discussed today or issues you would like us to cover in future do write to us on bsi podcast at the rate ndtv.com remember bsi stands for banega swast india you can also connect with us on banega swast india handles on facebook twitter and instagram and continue the conversation through the week till next week this is ambika singh kama signing off stay healthy and stay safe